Hi, my name is Mitra Manesh. I'm a servant. I serve through teaching, coaching, consulting, or any other way that I can find to share what I know with those who want to know. And this Lights On podcast is one of those ways. It was created with consciousness and mindful living in heart. So join us as we travel through many roads of learning and transformation together. And if you enjoy our podcast, please give us feedback by rating us five star and share us with others if you think they may benefit from it. On behalf of my team, I thank you for your presence. This week's coaching podcast is with a woman who had many, many changes happening all in one season. Most of the changes are good. Um, She got married, she fell pregnant, she moved to a new country, and also her professional life is um, in a way upside down because of the pandemic. So we talked about working with changes and uh, celebrating uh, what we do, uh, connecting with people in our lives and really enjoying what is and can be enjoyable in our life. We talked about interdependence. We talked about independence and codependency. And uh, I think uh, it's a great conversation. And even though our situations are not identical, but the tools and the application of the tools can be quite uh, shared uh, throughout the globe. So I hope you enjoy it. And more importantly, I hope you benefit from it. Let's take a listen together. Hello, greetings. Greetings. Um, yes, good morning here and good evening to you. Good evening. I know you are in Europe mm-hmm. and it's uh, great to have you. So I know that you have told us that you have a lot to do and a lot of changes have taken place in your life recently. So without giving names, would you just share with our listeners a little bit more about the recent changes in your life? Absolutely. And and again, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm uh, very grateful to, to talk about some of these uh, challenges and opportunities as it relates to these changes. So uh, I've recently relocated to Sweden from Los Angeles um, and uh, to build a, a home here with my Swedish husband. And um, that was something that we had had planned. But, you know, with the pandemic got dramatically accelerated where I found myself uh, departing Los Angeles essentially on a day's notice um, to move here so that we wouldn't be separated uh, during the pandemic and and all the subsequent travel bans and and such. Um, So, and uh, the urgency to move here is because we had a date to be married here in Stockholm around um, the time when the pandemic struck. And so um, suddenly I, you know, I went from sort of a, you know, a resident of LA and, and splitting time between uh, my husband's home in Europe and, and my home of 30 years in Los Angeles to being a full-time resident in Sweden, uh, cohabiting with uh, a partner for the first time in 10 years, uh, getting married, which has been, um, you know, such a blessing, especially during these times to, to have a partner as, as and one as wonderful as he. Um and uh, but, you know, with that, it's also was very hard to to leave my home and my friends and my family and my familiarity 
Um, also, because of the pandemic, uh, my work was tremendously affected. I, I um, my work traditionally very much relies on public gatherings and travel, working in um, events. And um, so I saw the loss of the majority of my clients and in income um, and uh, all while dealing with a new you know, country and climate and culture. And then a few months later, we found out we were pregnant. So, again, something that we, we had hoped for, but, um, you know, on a timeline that was we had imagined differently. So um, now, you know, it's 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 been quite the adjustment to um, find my peace in all of this. And um, in the past, uh, I, I have been practicing uh, mindfulness and meditation for many years. Um, and it was very much part of a ritual. But the big challenge is incorporating a new ritual into this new lifestyle I have amidst all of these changes, you know, as I'm um, you know, now a wife and preparing to to be a pregnant uh, or to be to be a parent, sorry, and um, you know it's a, it's it's a big lifestyle shift, and so you know my challenge and my opportunity is to um, find my new natural state of being, if you will, and um, find that the the my my, my new rituals in the context mm. of all these changes. So that's why I'm very mm. happy to be talking to you and uh, hopefully <laughs> gaining some tools and some knowledge um, of of how I can start applying new practices. Hmm. Wow. First of all, let's take your breath together because those <laughs> are a lot of major changes. Sure are. And it's good to acknowledge them. It's it's great to acknowledge them because any one of them would have been enough for um, us to call it a major change. Like getting married is a major change. Uh, immigrating to a new country is a major change. The professional changes that are happening in your life are major changes, which is very common in this pandemic time, and also getting pregnant. So we have like really five, six major changes happening here. And it's good to acknowledge them and really go more compassionate and kinder with ourselves because this is a very important part of this whole conversation of as I go through, fill in the blank, how do I feel about me? What is my relationship with me? And and the way you um, stated, you know, what's going on for you, that's the first thing that came up for me right mm -hmm. in this moment. And that is, what is my relationship with myself as I witness and go through all these changes? And I think you nailed it on, on the head. It's it's one of the biggest challenges being is is finding my new identity. And mm. uh, and, and as someone who's, who's always prided herself on, you know, being a, a strong individual with a strong identity and, and very independent. Um, I've, I find myself um, questioning a lot of uh, who this new person is, be is becoming. Mm. Mm. And who this new person is becoming is this person is uh, going from being very independent, almost fiercely independent, mm. that's what I'm sensing, to becoming uh, interdependent, which is the next and most um, honorable and valuable state of being as human beings. Um, so it's, it's, I mean, everybody knows we are codependent as when we are born. Your baby will be completely codependent on you for food, for rest, for, for bathing, for everything. And, and as we grow up and around puberty, we start being and feeling that 
uh, we need to be independent. And depending on the culture we're living and the family that we're living, we sort of express that independence and exercise the right to be independent very differently. But what somehow we do in in, in more um, freer cultures, you see that uh, youngsters become like rebellious and they want to be different and they do all those things outwardly. They look different. They sound different. They have different political views. They become against their parents. And these are all signs of that transition. The next transition happens when we're more mature and hopefully it happens because for many never actually happens to go from independence to interdependence, Mm. which is in many ways you're going there. You're going there as far as romantic relationship is concerned. You're going there even by your, the mere change of the, of the country we become interdependent because I, you probably have mastered Los Angeles. And now you have to go and say, oh, where is this? Mitra, could you please help me? Mm. Is there a group that, you, you know, we become Absolutely. that interdependency becomes very obvious. We always need it, but we forget sometimes. So, so from that point of view, and now the, the other thing is that interconnectedness and interdependency shows up as you're carrying a child in your body. Wow, if there that is not interdependency, mm. I don't know what is. And then, of course, between you and your partner and you and your community and you and fill in the blank. So all of these are telling me that you must have wanted, <laughs> probably not very vividly, that you wanted to go to interdependency. Mm. And for a very... Um, strong, um, and I'm sensing, smelling A-type personality, kind of person like you, this is a huge shift. But what a better time for it to happen when the world is going through transition. I agree. And and I do have faith in the process. And and I do feel that this is part of the journey. Of course, um, you know, there's always that sense of wanting big changes in one's life to be one's own decision. And, uh, and, and a lot of that, that, that power of decision-making was not mine in this, in this shift, uh, you know, for better or for worse. And so, um, letting go and allowing myself to be in this vulnerable place. And, 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 and I like this idea of interdependence. Um, I want to get to a place where I am more comfortable with it <laughs> because, uh, mm. at, at the moment mm. it's still, uh, it's still very new to me. And I, 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 I think I need to sure. work on it more and, and put that more into practice in a constructive sure. way. Sure. And uh, haven't you heard the law of the universe? You can ask for what, but you cannot ask for when. Mm. <laughs> I like that. And I haven't a, heard of it. Yeah. So I yes. have to write that one down. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a very important one. You asked for it, but I think the timing... Uh, you know, the, the, that's not in, in our hands sometimes. Okay, but let's go to what you just said, that, uh, you know, you're, you're going through things that are unfamiliar, and we always have a reaction to that which is not familiar. So understanding that what you're experiencing is extremely, extremely understandable, common, and natural. There is nothing wrong 
with the way you're feeling. This is very important for you to remember because then we go at ourselves. It's just like, what's wrong with me? These are all good things. Can't I put my act together? It's not that. Mm-hmm. It's like saying, ooh, ooh, dear me. A lot is happening, isn't it? So it's very fitting for you to go to that very kind, um, compassionate parent voice for yourself. You're going to need it pretty soon when your baby is out and you're working with that. So let's practice that for yourself. Bring that compassionate voice. Acknowledge these are huge changes that you're going through. These are like really, really, every one of them would have been different, you know, difficult for one person to handle and you're handling a lot of them. So just that acknowledgement, that support, I'm here for you. I understand it's very difficult. But then really, this is uh, your familiar, your routine, your normal (laughs) has been taken away from you in many, many senses. So bring some compassionate understanding to yourself. That's the first thing that I want to suggest. The second thing I want to talk about is really understanding, and as adults, we do understand that, that there is a price for everything. And interconnectedness, interdependency also has a price. And the price is that I need to take it from the account of independency and now deposit it in the account of interdependency. First, it looks like my independence is completely empty. There is nothing in that account. And I'm saying, that's okay. That's that's how it feels. Because comparing to what it was, it was full account, full of credit for you. And now it's like, it feels like there's nothing there. There is something there, but you need to just juggle these two accounts now very skillfully. And you will, because you're a learner, you're a seeker from, from your questions and from even being here and wanting to do this session. It tells me that you're a person who's a, uh, I call it figure outer. You want to mm. figure things out. Sure. And <laughs> so you're going to find out. Don't worry. Just understand this is the chaos. You know what it's like when we move from one home to another and you've literally moved? It's like somebody comes in and think, oh my God, this is a chaos. Well, how are you going to find anything? You just say, okay, give me some time. And the same person comes back so much later, you know, maybe days, maybe weeks, maybe months, depends on what's going on. And they say, wow, this looks amazing. You say, yes. So what happened? First, you had to throw everything out, everything on top of each other. The fridge was next to the clothing. The clothing was next to the iron and everything was mixed up. So it looked like chaos. You are in that stage right now. Mm -hmm. It is chaos. The baby is on top of immigration. Immigration is top of pandemic. Pandemic is on top of partnership. Partnership is on top of where are my friends. Everything is on top of each other. So please understand why and know that soon you will put everything back where they belong. Mm. You know exactly where your clothing are. You know exactly where your fridge is. You know exactly where your toiletries are. So and your book, books are in order. But but this is the chaotic time. This is the time that anybody enters. So, whoa, what a whole, how could you live here? Mm-hmm. But but the answer is, this is not a period. This is a comma. Just give me time. Watch mm-hmm. me and see how I'm going to put everything in order. When you feel it that way, as opposed to, I call it eternization. 
the mind sees something and think, oh my God, it's going to be like this forever. No, it's just right now it's like that. And it's going to be much, much better because everything you talked about is quite a rich experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, becoming one with the person you love, that's amazing. Uh, experiencing a new climate and a new country and new culture. Wow, that's amazing. This is going to go to your the bank of experience. These are the things that you're going to be able to talk about. Uh, it's so impressive. It's so rich every time. I, I, I talk about something or t- I talk to people from different continents. I've lived on four continents. Mm-hmm. I always say, I know exactly. I've lived in Australia. I know exactly. I lived in Europe. I know exactly. It's just so enriching, so beautifully, again, connecting mm-hmm. to other people to say, I have experienced that. And I know what that kind of life, which is very different, at least climate wise, and I'm sure culture wise, is different than you. So these are all assets. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't let your mind say there is something wrong. True, you probably preferred to have it, uh, would have preferred to have it like separately. But hey, we are living in a very expedited time. Look at mm-hmm. the pandemic world right now. Things that would have changed like over 10 years happened literally within a month. Absolutely. I would have loved to done everything I'm doing online. We were talking about it. Boom. Within two weeks, there we went. I was teaching my classes. I was doing my, you know, clients. I was meeting with my friends. Everything. We were celebrating and we were mourning. Everything was online. There you go. So can you just take all of that in and say, I know everything is in the middle of the hall of my awareness, Mm. but the context is all as well. Mm -hmm. Because the mind wants to say, the thinking mind wants to say there is something wrong. Right. There's something wrong with life. There's something wrong with your life, at least. And you need to say, I know, I know everything. It's just like that visitor that is saying, oh, my God, do you live like this? And you're saying, no, 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 no. Just a second, Mitra. Just come back in four weeks and I show you how gorgeous I'm going to make this. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. in that between time. Yeah. And that is something that I do feel I do need to work on is, is it, within this chaos. Sometimes, I mean, it's so natural to feel the the chaos is wrong. And I think it's, uh, it's distracted me uh, uh, some from actually being present with these moments um, mm-hmm. that normally, yes, I would want to honor and to celebrate, but I've, I found yeah. it challenging, uh, almost paralyzing at times to acknowledge that all these things are going on. And, and yes, everything's moving so fast, but why do I feel so stuck? <laughs> like I, mm. we're, or, or why do I feel with that? I'm not able to, um, you know, practice these, you know, this mindfulness and this rituals to my full potential. Like I have been in the past. Um, mm-hmm. if I found it hard to do so amongst the chaos and I think acknowledging the chaos is a good thing is a great first step. Yes. And also acknowledging that you're doing well and there's nothing wrong. And more importantly, these experiences are material for stories that you're going to tell your child or children. This is is how stories are made. Mm -hmm. You know, if I went on a podium and and I said um, on a stage and I stood by the podium and I said, you know, had a great life, no changes. I still live in a home that I was born, Um, quite comfortable. Everything was paid for. Mm -hmm. And here I am telling you how to live your life. And they would say, really? 
Right. We can't connect with you. I don't know which planet you're from. But mm-hmm. when I go on stage and I say, you know, been there, done that. I've been this. I've been an immigrant. I've been. I've gone through revolution. I've changed so many countries. I've lived here. I lived there. And they say, oh, oh, okay, tell us more. Mm-hmm. That's the story of of success. And in fact, people start, if you see all these celebrities, they start exaggerating their, their shortcomings in life and their negative experiences, so-called, in life mm-hmm. when they're successful. So a person who just was like slept in a car for a day, they say, oh, I was homeless. And you think like you you picture a homeless person. It just meant, you know, for, for two weeks they slept in the car. But they exaggerated because that is far more interesting story than the story, you know, got married. It was fantastic. We lived happily ever after. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I will have a good story to tell. That's for sure. You have a beautiful story to tell. It's a rich story to tell. But now let's go practical because I heard you say something else. You said that um, you said your um, routine mm-hmm. and structure, that's what I heard. I'm sure that these are not your words. The structure and the routine is not there. And we need to put that back in there. And mm-hmm. I'm very much into that. And I think it. but again, very understandable. Let the compassionate you be in the room while you're doing this, because what we're hearing is that this organized person who got a lot of things done now has very little structure and cannot work with the time that she has. And I'm sure you're spending some time, you know, that there, as you said, partner, like wife time, mm-hmm. then you're spending some time to really acclimate and understand the place you're living mm-hmm. in. And then there's the time that needs to be back to the independence account, the mm-hmm. me time, the professional me time, the, the fit me time, the healthy me time, whatever you do. And you have your, you know, mindfulness practice. You have your business that you need to either revive or, or rethink and, and do something exactly. about. So, yes. So I want you to really create a chunk of time every day. And I want to ask you, what would be the number for how many hours would you have either per week or per day that you can allocate to you and your independent you? Um, maybe, you know, like 20 to 30 hours a week, depending on the week that I can work on, you know, and this would encompass, you know, my, my working on my businesses um, and having, you know, some quiet time or, or, or time for fitness or t- time that's just mine. Um, which is quite precious to me. And I think um, that's something that I need to learn how to manage, especially as I know I'm welcoming a child soon. And I understand that's going to shift very dramatically this me time. So uh, I am curious to know what sort of tools and resources I can start incorporating now so that um, that independent person that that I do value, uh, I recognize is changing, but I, I still value her that uh, she is, she's able to, you know, keep part of me. Yes. And you need to keep that, by the way. We need to have that independence us. But the independence is not the last station. It's, mm-hmm. it's the place to go 
so that you can enjoy your interdependence and and you want to keep a part of that especially professionally yes, so that's, you that's good I, I to he- remember one is they're yes. healthier together if uh, we're feeding both of them, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you need to be feeding that. And it's interesting, once you have the baby, you're feeding all three aspects. Right. You're feeding your baby uh, from the codependency stage. You're going to create some time for independent you. And then you have the interdependent you and your partner and your baby and your community and whatever else wow. it's there. I hadn't even so thought you're of really it like that, becoming wow. so rich. Yeah. The full spectrum. Isn't it rich? Absolutely. The full spectrum. It's so rich. I really, what I'm trying to do also here, and I can see that you need to get excited about where you are. You Mm -hmm. need to enjoy where you are because it's so easy to see the state that we're in as a problem. And you know then what happens? Let me tell you what happens. Then you leave that state and then you're going to regret it and, and have nostalgia about it. Oh, it was so this and I was, I'm saying, why don't we enjoy it when we're in it instead of go back and be nostalgic about it? Mm. I mean, it usually, and believe me, I know this because I've lost a country, I've lost a family, I've lost a lot of things, I've lost a marriage. When you come out of it, then you sort of want to remember the good things. I'm saying, let's, let's just change that. Why don't I remember the good things? And that's been my lesson personally while I'm in it. Why can't I just enjoy this moment with you instead of like two days later reporting, oh, it was a really good interview. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to enjoy it right now because sure. I don't know what will happen two days ago. And it won't be as fresh in, you know, two days, sorry, not two days ago, two days from now. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring you to this moment and I want you to just taste the richness of these moments that you're having. It is so wonderful to be pregnant. It is so wonderful to be in a new culture. It is so wonderful to have somebody that we can, you know, become one with. These are all wonders and beauties of life. But put together right now, it's just like, oh. mm. <laughs> it's, it's a bit want... overwhelming. <laughs> yes. 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 But I want you to just lessen the overwhelming and increase the enjoying. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what enjoying is. I write enjoy, I-N-J-O-Y instead oh, of yeah, E-N. that's beautiful. Yeah. And people usually correct me and say, oh, Beatrice, I said, no, no, no. I want you to be in joy. Mm-hmm. And I really mean it in that sense. Let me go back to the tools. I haven't forgotten. So for your four hours that you have, my invitation to you is to write down your list of what you need to be done in that day and include your me time, your uh, mindfulness time, your fitness time, your business time, and and write down what you need to do. And don't make it like a, a perfect person kind of thing that you put like 200 items in there. Mm-hmm. Just do it practically. What can I practically, gently speaking, understanding that I'm going through a lot of changes, can get done. And when you write this this list, I want you to number the list mm-hmm. by importance. Like I cannot do without fitness today because I haven't done this and that, or I need to go for a walk and I, ne- I want to really meditate. So put that as your number one. Mm-hmm. And when you put that as your number one, I want you to cover the rest of your list because uh, mind 
will love to dance between items. And when you cover it, it's almost like you're dealing with a child. You're practicing how you work with your mind, Mm -hmm. exactly how you're going to be working with your child. If you don't want to tempt your child, don't show her all the things that you have. Cover the rest. So so just let the mind only see one item at the time. And so there's nothing on the list except that thing. So when I meditate, I'm only meditating. And since you have restriction, and we most or most of us do, with time, why don't you gently time yourself, meaning put your alarm on, and I hope you have a gentle alarm, mm-hmm. and forget about the time. Because then the mind goes, no, what's the time? Oh, my God, you don't have more than 10 minutes. Come on. Oh, it's going to be up. Uh, you, you, hurry up. Go deep. And start doing all these things. Just say, you know, that's okay. I have a timekeeper. My alarm will go off when I'm ready. Until the alarm goes off, you do not think about the time and you do not measure the time. And when that thing, so meaning we're really doing our best to bring you to the present moment with the item that you're working on. Okay. Right. And when the, that sounds, I've never tried that and I'm I'm eager and I'm I'm curious if it does maybe even change my productivity, you know, maybe I'll even be mm-hmm. more productive. <laughs> and, and so and, Absolutely. And allowing myself to be more present. Okay, that's great. I hide my time, my phone, actually, when I'm focusing on something, okay. I have a drawer in my office, I put it in the drawer. And mm-hmm. it's very interesting. And it's off. The only thing I can hear is when the bell goes off. Mm-hmm. And then I can hear it. That's all I need to know. Even with I'm not only talking about practicing contemplation. I'm talking about even with tasks. So I say, I'm writing this article that I have to write. Mm -hmm. I've allocated, estimated, and that's another thing you get good at it. You estimate the time you need. And I estimate the time, okay, it's 45 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. And I put the timer on and I put my phone on in that drawer. And then my computer is on no notification. So I do not receive any notification. Right now, for instance, it's on no notification, mm-hmm. which means I don't hear if there is a an email coming because that's another distraction. Absolutely. An email is coming or a text is coming. So that's what you do and focus on what you're doing. When it's done, get a red pen and cross that. There's so much satisfaction in that. Mm-hmm. And bring a little bit of, like it's the, I call it the moment of celebration. It's just like that, that, that a girl, well done. I, I meditated. Or that a girl, at least I researched this item that I wanted to find out about for, mm-hmm. for, for just feeling good about something you have done and achieved. And then you go to your number two on the list as far as importance is concerned. Again, cover all the other ones, time it, put your phone in the, you know, away from you and focus on that. Get it done. If it's done, great. If not, and celebrate. If it's not, uh, put it for the next day because you need to continue. Some things need to continue for the next day, but still acknowledge the fact I did progress. I call it progress. Mm-hmm. So people say, and it's very interesting, the language people, because I do a lot of uh, corporate coaching, executive coaching. They say, I did nothing today. I say, okay, tell me that you're nothing list. And then they say, I did this and I find out that, but I couldn't contact them. I said, but you found out about it. They say, yeah. I said, well, that's not a nothing. Mm-hmm. Now I know I need to call Mitra Manesh and this is the phone number. And apparently she's not available these hours. That's a lot of information. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you did nothing? Okay, you didn't speak to me, but you found out all this information. Tomorrow, it will be a five minute thing instead of half an hour thing because you found out the information. 
So we don't, basically, we live in a culture that we don't acknowledge and value the process. Everybody says, what did you do? What did you do? Well, I did a lot of things. None of them got to the final state in the stage, but I did a lot. Mm -hmm. I want you to start feeling good about the process because that's exactly what's happening right now. You are in flux, you're in process, Mm -hmm. and you just don't like it because you're Mm -hmm. not producing things that you can say, here is what I've produced. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's out of my, my comfort zone for sure. Exactly. Unfamiliar. It's not familiar. So that's what I suggest for you to do. So allocate the time, know the time that you have for yourself, the independent self, then put the list together, number the list, cover the list, put away your phone, listen, you know, disable the notification that you receive, focus on what you're doing, acknowledge what you have done, go to the next one. And then either get rid of the list completely or transfer it if it's ongoing to the next day. But I want you to start feeling good about this and don't see that you're, because most of us, when we are on programmed self, we don't remember that this is life. Right. This There is nothing broken. This mm-hmm. is life. This is actually quite exciting life for many of us. I'm not covering up the things that are not exciting and are heartbreaking. But right now, what we're talking about, and the problem is this, I deal with some things like this that are all exciting part of life as if they are the problem and I suffer the same way. So good things I suffer and not so good things I suffer. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, let's separate this. True, I'm busy. True, I'm maybe even overwhelmed. But please remember the context. The background is these are all amazing things happening right. in life for me. Right. Um, I, I'd also like kind of a, on this point, but the, a little bit of a counterpoint as well is, um, you know, having these tools to to celebrate my independent self. Um, it'd be great to have some insight into tools to celebrate this new interdependent self that mm. uh, I'm developing as, as part of my lifestyle now. So, um so, so that, like you said, I can enjoy both of them because because both of them are in a state of uh, flux. And so uh, how how can I enjoy the interdependence? And I guess soon the codependence, but uh, yes. focus on the interdependence now because I think that's maybe my the priority. Yes. So great question. First of all, please acknowledge this is what you wanted because we forget once we get it. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. This is what you wanted. This is the life that you wanted. You wanted to be with your partner. You wanted to become one with this person and you wanted to formalize it. So all of these, when we get it, it's like it becomes a liability, but that's what you wanted. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's number one. Two, the only way to enjoy anything is to be present to it. Mm -hmm. There is no way that I can enjoy something that I'm not present to. So be present. So in a way, I want to almost say, do the same thing that I said to do with your to-do list. Mm -hmm. If you are with your partner, please be with your partner. Mm -hmm. Please don't check your email and worry about the work and say later. And the mind says, oh, what about the work? Did you hear back from Mitra? What about that meeting? And you say, shh, like a child. Later. I have time tomorrow. I'll attend to that later. Not now. Not now. Right now, 
It's a name, the place, the name, the experience you're having. Now it's partner and myself time. Mm -hmm. Now it's exploring the culture time. And really name the experience and see if you're checking, if you're present. And the best way to see if you're present to it is to connect to your senses. Because there's nothing like this body and the sensations of the body that brings us to the moment. So just say, okay, right now, like we can do it together. Just feel your body, what, whatever the surface you're sitting on. Can you feel the sensation of touch, your body touching the surface? Mm-hmm. Let's connect to our breath. Can you feel, follow your breath to your belly? Mm-hmm. You can even put your hands together. I love this. Just put your hands together and just see if you can connect with that sensation. Can you touch mm-hmm. your hands, the temperature, the shape? So you see, it's interesting. I'm watching your face. You immediately calmed down. Yeah, absolutely. You see that? Mm-hmm. It's magical. But because it's simple, we don't do it. If I put this in a capsule and sold it for $10,000, people will borrow money to get it. Mm-hmm. But because it's available to us for free, and I say, just do that. They say, oh, that that's it? I say, mm-hmm. that's it. That's mm. all you do. Become present. Calm down. We're not in survival mode. Nobody is chasing us except our own mind. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing wrong. We're present. This is an amazing experience. I'm connecting with somebody in in Europe. And we're having this beautiful discussion. There is nothing richer right at this moment for me than this experience. And see if you can go there, if you can taste that. Instead of really what we're doing is we're escaping from this experience so that we can plan the next one so that we can enjoy that. And I'm Mm. saying, if you learn to enjoy this, you can enjoy that too, when it becomes the now. I think focusing on the the senses in those moments is is a Mm -hmm. really great conscious tool to Mm -hmm. keep presence. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. That's great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I use it a lot when I like I'm late and I get to a meeting and I sit down and I feel like I'm not present. I actually, under the table, I, I just bring my hands together very gently and I start like, you know, it's like a dance, the dance of the hands. Mm-hmm. And that immediate, first of all, it's the sensation of touch calms mm-hmm. it down. Secondly, it's the sensation of touch. It's just so good to bring your attention to your body. Mm-hmm. And then in that way, then you can say, okay, where am I? What am I doing? Where is my anchor? Where my anchor is the connection what I'm saying, what I'm hearing, that's my anchor. So you become present. And by the way, you can hold the space to hear people. But the gift is to hear people, we have to hear ourselves. So you just connected to yourself. You you heard your sensations. Mm -hmm. You heard, and then you can now hear me. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. There is nothing but presence needed for you to enjoy anything. I mean, that moment when you hold your baby, oh my God, that moment will never, ever get repeated. Mm -hmm. And that's a rich moment. But of course, you're holding the baby thinking, 
oh, when should I go shopping? And, and I'm saying, do this, and then you'll see your productivity for shopping increases. Because when you're shopping, then you will be shopping. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you will be chasing. And that's exactly the programmed mind does. It's almost like we're always chasing our experiences in life. So when we are not present, we either are thinking about the past, something happened, or something that may happen in the future. But the best and most productive and enjoyable way of living is to show up for each one of them as we do them. And from the productivity perspective, that's how I take these to workplaces. Actually, your productivity goes higher when you're present to it as opposed to you're over planning it and never present to it. Mm -hmm. So so we stop chasing our experiences. Mm -hmm. So I'm with you and I'm with you, at least mainly with you. I'm not with you thinking, oh, in the morning, I should have done this and that better with my family or later in, 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 you know, this evening, I'm thinking I'm being with my family and I'm thinking I should have done this and that better, this podcast better, this interview better. So you learn to show up and you see most of your, what people call anxiety or sadness disappears because in present moment, there is no past that I'm lamenting, and there is no future that I'm over planning. Mm -hmm. There is a sense of learning from the past. It's like what I learned and a sense of gentle, what I call gentle planning of the future, which they're both fine and none of them interfere with our enjoyment of the moment. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, yeah, it's something that I've a hundred percent been guilty of, um, you know, mental multitasking. And uh, it is something uh, to practice, right? Um, and I think that's yeah, that, that's the point of, of getting myself back to a space where I have these tools to incorporate these practices more consciously. Yes. And, and you don't need to take my word for it. Just, just try it. Give, I always say, give it one week and you mm-hmm. can return it to me and I'll give you full refund for it. Okay. But, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm joking, but I'm not joking because until you really use it, you won't know how it works. So mm-hmm. please use these. And I gave you one internal tool and one external tool. Mm-hmm. The external tool was the to-do list and, and how to focus. And the internal tool is to really be present and see how you can enrich both your inner experiences and outer experiences and increase your productivity and increase the joy that you may receive from being in the present moment. And even if the present moment, I should always say that because then I will receive emails and calls that, but present moment may not be pleasant. And I'm saying that's true, but Unless you're present to it, you wouldn't know the difference. Because if I'm not present, I'm suffering from both pleasant and unpleasant experiences mm-hmm. because I'm escaping from them. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, when can I finish this interview so that I can go to the next one? So I'm not enjoying this because I'm just I'm like, come on, come on, come on, like let's go. And so I'm basically not enjoying it. So let's be present mm-hmm. so that we can distinguish between the unpleasant and the pleasant. And then we will have enough. Now that I'm suffering from both pleasant and unpleasant, I'm overwhelmed. But when I separate them, I say, well, this is pleasant. Actually, I'm enjoying this. And then, okay, there will be some times that it's unpleasant and I'm suffering from it. But at least I will have capacity 
to sometimes suffer. I can't be a full-time sufferer and, and feel good about my life. Mm-hmm. But part-time suffering, it's, it's manageable. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I guess it honoring both, um, like uh, as, as you stated exactly. in the beginning. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Exactly. In fact, the meaning of joy only comes when I know the opposite of joy. Mm-hmm. The meaning comes from the diversity and duality of things. I only know I'm a woman because there are men. We only know there's joy because there's suffering. So if it was all monotone, we wouldn't know the difference. So it actually enriches my experience of being in joy and enjoying my experiences. So, all right. Great talking to you. Yes. Thank you so much. I I, I do feel that I have a, a much better perspective on how to manage this chaos uh, in 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 a way that I only can, and and I need to, um, I, I and I recognize that that I need to put in the work, but having the tools to do the work is mm-hmm. is crucial. So I really thank you for that. Since I'm obsessed with number three, allow me to give you the third tool. I gave oh, yeah. you the managing this, and I give you, and I only rem- remembered when you said something. I invite you to use your words a little bit more. Uh, consciously. Mm -hmm. It is hard to enjoy something that we call a chaos or a disaster or whatever. And you didn't use those words. I'm just using it. And I'm saying, why don't we say something that makes it easier? And I'm not a, a, a police for words, but I know that every word has a charge and a frequency that it comes with. I agree. So, right. Mm -hmm. Call it this new experience so I can enjoy and work with, uh, instead of control, like work with this new experience or an experience says that I'm going through. So use more gentle and more conducive to enjoyment kind of vocabulary and see if it changes your experiences of them. Mm -hmm. Good? I guess that it will. So yes, I look forward to putting that into practice. Thank you. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much, Mitra. May you enjoy all your new uh, gifts in life. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I wanted to tell you about my upcoming live three-hour workshop on the topic of mindful parenting, which is going to be on Saturday, January 30th from 9 a.m., to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. We thought this is a good day and a good time for most people around the globe, uh, I think except for Australia and New Zealand. And uh, if you would like to participate or find out more, you can go to mitramanesh.com slash courses. Uh, So it's my full name, M-I-T-R-A-M-A-N-E-S-H dot com slash courses. There's also a store for my previous recorded workshops, uh, which you can find out more about by going to mitramanesh.com slash store and see if any of the previous workshops are uh, of interest to you. Thank you so much for your interest and thank you for your mindful journey. (music) 
hope this episode answered the question or two for you or provoked and inspired questions in you. I'm so grateful you showed up and listened up. Until the next time, be well and stay curious.